spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Here's Michael at the foul line. A shot on Elo. Good! The Bulls win it! They win it! Pippen runs down the lane. Dumps it out the horse. Paxson for three! Yeah! Rose crosses over the fadeaway. Got it! Let me step back and kiss myself! Oh my gosh, it's over! All right, we still got some fallout from the NBA trade deadline and the Bulls' lack of action. Still didn't do anything. Oh, by the way, and they've lost back-to-back games since. Not saying it's karma, but I think it's karma. Mm -hmm. But there are some different buyout candidates out there, interesting fits. We're going to break all of it down on today's episode of Believe in Bulls here on the Believe Network, presented by BetOnline.ag. I'm your host, Nick Schultz, alongside my partner, former Bulls bench mob member and Tennessee Vol CJ Watson. CJ, AK wanted to keep this thing together and go by. He didn't do anything, and they lost back-to-back games. This is not great. Not great. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, not good at all, but this is what you want. This is the table and the hand that you've been dealt, so you just got to, you know, uh, see how it works out, see how your plan works out. You know, we talked about, like, some buyout candidates the other day at the deadline. There are two names out there now. There was one. Now there's two that we're going to look at close because they've got to do something, and this is the only option you have now that the deadline's passed. We're going to tell you who they're looking at after I tell you about our great friends, BetOnline.ag. BetOnline remains the number one source for all your sports betting needs this season. Everything from the NFL draft, now that the big game is over, the pro and college basketball with March Madness fast approaching, USC, MMA, and more. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup information, player news, and game trends at Bet Online, with live betting options, free contests, and live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable. Bet Online is truly the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite leagues and events. By the way, Bryce Young is minus 115 to go number one overall in the NFL draft. So you think the Bears are going to trade Justin Fields for him, or are they going to trade the pick and someone else is going to take him? You can bet on that at Bet Online. What are you waiting for? Head to the website today or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use our promo code BELIEVE to receive your rewards. That's B-L-E-A-V. Get that 50% bonus at Bet Online. It's where the game starts. Please don't trade Justin Fields. And don't forget, we have an official t-shirt of our show. Jordan Pippen, 98 The Last Dance, exclusively at shop.believe.com, the official store of the Believe Network. There's stuff to support all the shows on the network, but the official shirt of our program, Jordan Pippen, 98 The Last Dance, Shop.believe.com. The link's in my bio on my Twitter and my Instagram now. Figured out how to do that. Okay. Bulls don't do anything at the deadline. They play a team that traded everybody at the deadline, and they lost. 116-105 to to the Brooklyn Nets. No KD, no Kyrie. I know they still got Ben Simmons. They didn't have Mikhail Bridges yet. Still lost by 11 points. I'm telling you, that's karma. And then they turn around. They play a Cleveland team that was on the second half of a back-to-back that didn't get in until 4 in the morning that day. And they lost 97 to 89. CJ, what's going on here? 
Uh, I don't know. It's a lot of things, you know, I just can't put, uh, put the finger on one thing. Uh, I think three point shooting is uh, definitely up there. Uh, both of those games, they shot terrible from the three. Um, like I said, I, I would like to see them uh, have made a trade to bolster up their bench a little bit uh, to get some more bench scoring. But, you know, it's a lot of things um, that we've been talking about this whole year of what they haven't done and, and losing games is just a, just a, the icing on the cake. <laughs> How do you score 89 points in today's NBA? Uh, it's, it's, I don't know. It's, it's possible. I see. <laughs> I mean, I saw what what was the final total in that fourth quarter there? Because at one point they only had they only had four points in the yeah. fourth quarter. Like they were getting outscored like twenty to four or something. Okay, they end up scoring fifteen, but at one point they had four. Like my goodness, against the team you would think the Bulls were the ones that got in at four in the morning and were playing a back to back. Like right, come on, it's, it's, they're still broken. Yeah, there's still uh, a work in progress, I would say. Um, definitely under construction. <laughs> uh, so it's definitely, you know, um, just frustrating, I guess, to see. And um, after just talking about them so much this year, uh, to see these struggles still continue throughout the season, this part of the season. I don't like the idea that they're still under construction when the trade <laughs> deadline is over. You can't do anything. All right. You're locked into the buyout market now. And Reggie Jackson's off the board if you wanted a three-point shooter. So you're like, don't be under construction now. You backed yourself into a corner. You're four games under 500 now. You got how do you still have more questions than answers after the trade deadline? That's not how that's supposed to work. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely not supposed to work. Uh, definitely they're going backwards. I feel like. Um, but yeah, like I said, just I don't know what to what to call it. Uh, we've been, like I said, we've just been harping about it, harping about it. But what more can we say? Is this uh, you know this team is really needs to, to figure it out, uh, figure out their identity, and just you know hopefully get some wins under their belt. Yeah, I feel like a broken record coming on here talking about the same old issues. If only there was a way to fix that last week or something. I don't know. Right. <laughs> I mean, I get it. I get. We talked about it before we started recording. You don't want to reach too far at the deadline. But if push comes to shove, you have a need. If you want to buy, reach a little bit. Yeah, yeah. You got to take a chance, take a risk. And uh, I don't know if the front office did that. Uh, like you said, they wanted to stay put and see if they can uh, figure this thing out and Obviously, they haven't learned from their mistakes and learned from the losses, so I think it's going to be a continuing trend uh, unless they figure it out, uh, players themselves and coaches. Now, let me be clear. When I say reach a little bit, I don't mean make another Vooch trade where you're trading Wendell Carter, two first-round picks, whatever the hell they traded to Orlando for Vooch. I'm saying if you need to throw a first-round pick in a couple of years, I mean, push comes to shove. If you want to win now, that's what it takes. Like, yeah, I, yeah. This team's trying to be in win-now mode. That's why the draft capital is so thin. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if they're in win now. Honestly, I think they're just trying to, uh, you know, pace and hold water and, you know, just trend, tread lightly. So um, I think if they can say they want to win now, I can't really see it by the by the moves they're making. Yeah. And I mean, I, I get, you know, the luxury tax and the salary cap and I get all that. I know what people say about the Reinsdorfs and saving their money. Trust me, my dad's a White Sox fan. <laughs> I know how all that can go. But I mean, it felt like they needed to do something. I'm still mad they didn't. And I mean, Arturis' press conference didn't help some of the comments he made. We're going to get to that in a second, though. I want to look at the buyout market because we're hearing a lot. We talked about him the other day. I didn't want him. And notice I said past tense there. Russell Westbrook. No idea what's going on with the situation with the Jazz. He could stay. He could go on the buyout market. We don't know. The rumor is that the Bulls are very much interested. I came on here after the deadline, and I said no a million times. After that Cleveland game, and I saw you like my tweet when I said this, hmm. I'm over it. If you want him, just go get him. I mean, I, right. I don't care at this point. Yeah, yeah. At this point, I mean, you have to. He's going to make your team better. Obviously, he's not the best three-point shooter, but he's still dynamic in the half court and open court. Um, you know, uh, he might add a, 
a little bit of aggression aggression to your to your team, which you know uh, at this point the Bulls can get whatever they need. Um, so I think it'd be good just to add him and see see what he does. Uh, he still draws a lot of attention, like like I said, as a former MVP, and he's still uh, one of the top players in transition that can get you a bucket. Like I mean, on the court, the fit turns it over about three times a game is what I've seen. He can't shoot. I mean, right. he can not very well. Right. Like he's he's the point guard. Like he can run the show. I mean, he's a the all-time triple-double leader for a reason. I mean, he yeah. can he can fill the stat sheet. It's a matter of, okay, those teams in Oklahoma City, and I, I went back and looked at some of those names. Uh, the rosters weren't great. I mean, you ha- there was a team the year he, had, he averaged a triple-double. Billy Donovan was the coach. They had DeMontis Sabonis and Jeremy Grant. Neither one of them averaged more than five points a game. Like, yeah. You look at the names on the roster now, oh, yeah, it looked like a talented team. Not yeah. the way it was. So you bring in, let's say you bring in Russell Westbrook with Zach and Damar and Vooch. Do you see a fit there? Um, Honestly, I don't really see a fit, but like I said, um, he's not the Russell Westbrook that he was. Um, He's going to crowd, the defenders going to crowd the paint uh, with him and Damar uh, not being three-point shooters. So it's going to crowd it for Zach, for Vooch. Um, the spacing is going to be terrible. But uh, like I said, uh, the Bulls have no other option right now, I feel like. So they need to go in a direction where they can get some a little boost. Uh, he'll boost the, the the confidence of the fans, uh, the confidence of the team, and uh, I'm sure Billy Donovan will love to have him back. And he's coached him before, so I think the fit is good for them. Yeah, Chris Haynes at Bleacher Report reported that Billy has been in touch with Russ's camp and said Chicago's the place for him. Which, okay, Billy, right. <laughs> I guess <laughs> I don't I don't think it is, but there's a familiarity there. I mean, yeah. if they're comfortable with each other, and they clearly were in Oklahoma City. Right. Okay. At this point in Russ's career, it's just to finish out the season. This is not anywhere close to a long-term solution. This is to get you through the next, what, 25 games or however much is left in the season. But at that point, if you got the familiarity and you're comfortable, I mean, why not? Again, I'm just over it at this point. Yeah. You just got to go ahead and make that move. I think, like you said, and uh, it's going to be definitely a boost for the team. So hopefully you can finish the season out and, and get back over 500 and try to get in the playing spot. Now, and I can see where Billy's coming from, from a locker room perspective. On the court, I don't think there's a fit. But in the locker room, he's going to hold you accountable. He's yep. going to call you out on stuff. We've talked about the need for leadership on this team. Yet, yeah. are the stats there? No. But from a leadership perspective, from an intangible perspective, I think it could be a good fit in the locker room. Yeah, I think so too. Like you said, Russ is going to call people out. He's going to make them... Uh, hold them accountable, and he's going to push people, uh, push their buttons, which uh, probably buttons they've never been pushed before. <laughs> uh, so it's good to see and test that and get the best out of people, and he's definitely going to do that. And we, I used this quote when we did our trade deadline show from Dave McMenamin. There was a, he's had a source in the Lakers locker room that said the vampire is out of there. That could be, like you said, he, he's going to hold you accountable. He's going to push the buttons. Yeah, That could be what that was about because, I mean, I don't, I don't think Russ is toxic. I don't think it's yeah. that bad. I don't I, I don't think so either. I never I play I know a lot of his old teammates and uh they always talked highly of Russ that he was a good teammate, uh always, you know, hosted dinners and parties and always wanted to get the team together and stuff like that. So like I said, I don't know. I just think it wasn't a good fit on the court for, for the Lakers and uh, obviously you can see in their record and their spacing and things like of that of that nature. So I think uh it's just more of that, but I don't know where the vampire, you know, stuff came from. <laughs> Yeah, I, I didn't get that. Like, I mean, we saw the stories come out, too, about when he was in the bubble and left a $50,000 tip just because he right. wanted to. He's a good guy. Like, yeah, yeah. I think just a locker room fit, yeah, it'd be it'd be what they need with the leadership. 
So, yeah. I mean, that's just one. The other name that came up just before we started recording, Casey Johnson reported, Bulls are talking to Patrick Beverly, Chicago guy, you know, gritty. He's got the buyout right. from the Magic. He's another one. I don't see a fit on the court. Yeah, yeah me neither. I don't feel a fit. Like I said, not a three-point shooter. Uh, definitely a defender, uh, but an aging defender. So, um, not the Pat Bev that he, that he once was. So, I think um, – uh, but he doesn't give you the grit and the toughness of the city of Chicago and being from Chicago, he'll definitely hone that and bring that energy uh, to United center. But I don't, I don't see a fit on the court either. Yeah. You, you need three point shooters. So you're right. looking at Russell Westbrook and Patrick Beverly. Right. <laughs> <Wait a> minute. <laughs> I mean, that's all, that's all the options they got. <laughs> yeah. I mean the name I, I heard Reggie Jackson got the buyout. I'm like, okay, cool. And then bam, he's off the board. I'm like, oh, yeah. great. Okay. There goes one name. Like, right. so now you're stuck with guys who are, Maybe a locker room fit would be good. I mean, yeah. maybe it can help lift these guys up and help translate on the court. And this could all be for nothing, depending on the on-court fit. Right. But I mean, you've got to look at the stats and you've got to look at how they're playing now. You've got to find a balance. And I don't see a balance with either one of those guys. Yeah, I mean, they're both aging uh, aging guys. I, I would say go look in the G League. You know, if you're really trying to save your money and and uh, avoid the luxury tax, go cheaper and go to the G League, find some young talent, maybe some guys you can develop and uh, maybe some three-point shooters down there. You never know. You just got to you gotta find them. There's always a diamond in the rough down there. Carly Jones is balling out for the Windy City Bulls. We talked about him last week or the week before, one of the two. He's balling out. Like yeah. he, can, he can pass. He can shoot. He can score. If you want to take a chance on him, I don't have a problem with that. I'm all forgetting the young guy's experience. And now like Dalen Terry, and I just keep going back to, because that was a perfect analogy from Julia Poe at the Tribune. Dalen Terry is a puppy trying to grow into his paws. He's, yeah. He plays a little quick. Carly Jones looks like he's doing fine. Now, the two-way deal, I know there's the limit on the games they can play. You've got to play the game with the two-way contract. But you're getting to that point in the season where call up the guy and just see what he can do. Yeah, might as well. Like I said, you have nothing to lose at this point. You didn't make any moves at the trade deadline. So let's try to, you know, figure this out, get the kids some experience, get them some playing time, and maybe no, next year he can be a rotation player for you. You never know. Yeah, and I mean, this is going to be a really interesting situation to watch all week. I don't know how fast the buyout market's going to move. Russell Westbrook has not gotten his buyout. As of the time we record this, this is Monday afternoon. Patrick Beverly has. And I mean, we don't know what Russ is going to do. There was a rumor that he could get paid by Utah to not play. Like, (laughs) if you want to do that, more power to you. You got a hefty contract. (laughs) Like, they're going to pay you. To not play. If you want, I'm not going to, I wouldn't blame him one bit if he decided right. to do that and take the rest of the year to work out, regroup, and then come back next year. So this is going to, this is going to be interesting. I feel like. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. That definitely is an option. I feel like, and I'm sure, you know, some people would take that option, especially he's aging. He's played a lot of miles on his body and just to rest and, and come back next year, rejuvenate, refresh and uh, reset, uh, I think would be a good thing for us. And I mean, if I had to choose between one of these two guys, it, it feels like it's just going to be one of these two, unless AK pulls a rabbit out of his hat. I, I don't know which one I would take yeah, from yeah. a bas- from a basketball perspective. Like, yes, Pat Bev would bring the, the defensive intensity at least up here, and he can kind of help mentor the younger guys with that. Yeah. But I think Russ, as the point guard type, could be that calming presence because I'm really tired of point guard Zach Levine in the fourth quarter. I, I'm <laughs> sick and tired of turnover every other empty possession and right other teams getting points that's what happened against cleveland too many empty possessions like yeah there's pros and cons to both of these guys it's a matter of are there enough pros with one of them that you take a chance and just see this thing out and try to make the play in tournament because that's got to be the goal at this point 
Yeah, yeah, that has to be the goal. I'm, I'm big on just uh, getting a player who can fit with your team uh, current roster. So if none of those guys don't fit with your current roster, then don't go out and get them. You know, just like I said, just go to the G League and try to find uh, someone there. But don't just make a move just to make a move, just to say you made a move and just to verify things. As we sit here now, the Bulls are the 11th seed. They would be out of the play-in tournament right now. And this is, again, Monday. They play Monday night. You never know what can happen. They're tied with the Raptors. Now, the Raptors got better at the deadline. I, I like the Jakob Pertl edition. I, I think they're going to be one of those teams. We talked about that. Yeah, It can rattle off a run, especially because they kept their core guys together and added Pertl. Like, yep. I just have too much fun saying his name. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> yeah, I don't but even know how to say it. I'm not going to butcher it. <laughs> I, I said it. I'll never forget it. When the, the, so the Bulls were looking at him last year at the deadline. And I swear I had never... I think I'd seen his name once and just like, oh, wow, I'm not going to pronounce that. And I saw it in the, right. re- a re- the report as I went to record. And I'm like, I'm going to butcher the hell out of this. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it is Jakob Pertle is his name for the Raptors. And I mean, that that addition's great. So I mean, I think Toronto's going to rise up in the standings. But the Bulls are right in the middle of this thing. I don't know. Because where, where's Portland at? I'm still watching that Portland pick. Portland's not going to make the playoffs yeah, in the West. So. Yeah. Right. So your, your draft capital, you're you're putting all your eggs in the basket of the lottery at this right. point. If you're looking at the draft, yeah, at this point they got the Bulls got to win out. You know they can't really, uh, like I said, go and lose three in a row, two in a row. They gotta they gotta win some games and go on a winning streak. My keyboard is dead, so I'm trying to pull up the Tankathon. I'm trying to pull up Tankathon to see what their odds are for the uh, the lottery odds and stuff. And I'm doing this with a dead keyboard. It's fun. The Bulls right now, eighth best odds for the top pick right now for the lottery. Uh, 26.3% chance of top four, 6% for the number one. Portland is 11 right now. They need to be out of the top 14 for the Bulls to get that pick. And I do a quick sim. Hey, first simulation, the Bulls get the number three pick. So right. there we go. Everything's settled. I did a simulation that works. Hey. No, and I, I don't want to sound like a mocking tank because this is a really fun tool. But right. I mean, it's just if if that's how Arturis is looking at this thing, you got to do something <laughs> different. <laughs> oh yeah, I hope he's not looking at Tankathon. <laughs> <laughs> like this is fun for fans. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I can sit here and hit Sim Lottery over and over again. Right. Like, it's like the trade machine too. Like these are all really fun. I'm really glad they have this because it helps with keeping track of the odds too. Right. Like, yeah. It's a fun little tool, and I I will never ever talk bad about Tankathon because this is it's fun. It's useful. But I mean, if, if you're sitting here and if you're look at the buyout market, like, okay, let me hit sim lottery here. Oh, Hey, we got top four pick. Let's not do anything. Right. <laughs> that I see fans doing that. And that bugs me. Yeah. Let's not take that model. To <laughs> yeah, yeah. Please don't, please don't. So yeah. I mean, draft capital is thin. You're back into a corner. I get, they wanted to buy at the deadline. This is what our tourists told reporters. We talked about point guard, talked about shooting. He said they were active on the phones. He, he looked tired. When he yeah. sat down, like I mean, he said right. he needed sleep. He he looked tired, so I yeah. could tell he'd been busy. But again, did you do enough? I don't know. Yeah, you're always gonna have that thought, and uh, people are sure always gonna question him too. Did he do enough? Did he push enough? Did he offer enough? And uh, you know, I guess we'll never know. But uh, they just got to play the hand that they're dealt and see if uh, they can turn this thing around. Well, now the biggest question outside of the buyout market, everything like that. You've got a decision to make on Nikola Vucevic now. He's a free agent, unrestricted free agent in the offseason. AK sounds like he's confident they can re-sign him. At this point, with everything you gave up for him, you think back to that trade. It was a lopsided trade. Yeah. People think it was a bad trade. I mean, I still think I, was, I still would trade Wendell Carter in a heartbeat. 
but you gave up a lot of draft capital. You have to extend Nikola Vucevic now, right? Yeah, I think so. You definitely have to. And but does Vooch want to be here? I don't know. Because uh, does he want to be part of a rebuilding, you know, team? Uh, if if it, if he sees it in that in that in the eyes, uh, because he's in the locker room every day. He's you know practicing and seeing the players and coaches and organization. So I think uh, it's going to be on Vooch to see if he really wants to be back here and and he believes in the future that the team's going in. Yeah, and I I think he'd be good to keep around, but he's not the only decision this off season. You've got Demar. Right. You've got Zach. I mean, you, Zach came up in trade rumors that maybe there's reports out there from Cowley and others that they're not as married to Zach as we might think. Like right. this off season, and it feels weird. I mean, it's the day after the freaking Super Bowl, and I'm talking about the off season. This is <laughs> going to be very intriguing. I throw interesting around like it's nothing. Intriguing is going to be my word for this off season. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what they do. Uh, like you said, all these options they have to see what they're going to do with their their uh, big three. Um, which ones they're, they're thinking about trading, putting in trade rumors, and how those players feel, how those players feel about the future of the team. Yeah, and I mean, New York, where they were looking to trade Zach, New York doesn't have first-round pick this year. So if you're going to trade Zach to the Knicks, you're not going to get a first-round pick this year. And I'm not saying that that's going to happen. I want to be very clear. This is just the, the rumors that were flying around, and this was not just Cowley. They had this from the New York side, too. Yeah. There was interest. But if you're going to trade one of those guys, you've got to get a draft pick back this year. Because I... I don't want to go through this draft without a pick. Yeah, you got to get something back to, like I said, create the future for your team. And hopefully, you know, uh, if they're going to rebuild, you got to rebuild with some, you know, fresh talent. You know, I want, I, I want to ask you about my approach to this. I'm looking at this now, and I just read you the odds for the lottery. I'm looking at it now that the Bulls don't have a first round pick because they're, yeah. you know, 26% for the top four. They're not, they don't have Portland's pick right now. Am I wrong to do that? Or should I like hope that they land in the top four so they keep that pick? No, I mean, you got to face reality. You know, I feel like uh, reality is what it is. I think you're doing it the the best way. Um, they're probably not going to have a, a top four pick or a first round pick. So, you know, you got to go go from there and see what the future holds. Yeah, like I talk to people like, oh, they don't have first. Like, no, they can have it their top four. I'm like, I'm not going to bank on a top four pick. Right. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm, I, I plan for the worst, hope for the best. I'm yeah. planning if I if I'm in that front office, I, get, I say over and over, I'm really glad I'm not in that front office. <laughs> but I mean, as I sit here, the armchair general manager, I am. I'm planning to not have a first round pick. And that sucks. Yeah. yeah. You can't put your future in, you know, someone else's hands and uh, the fate of that. So, um, you know, that's uh, unfortunate, but you got to just got to move on and, and plan for it. Yeah. I mean, look, looking at some of these names here and we're. That we talked before the show, we're getting into March. So like, we're going to start talking about different prospects to watch really fun time in college basketball, by the way, we're four weeks from selection Sunday. It is great. I'm such a college hoops junkie. <laughs> like, I mean, you've got guys here. Brandon Miller would be the home run. That's your top four pick. If you can get in the top four from Alabama. I mean, he's the right. real deal. You've also yeah. got jet Howard. Who's turning into a really good player. I mean, you got Anthony black at Arkansas, Keontae George from Baylor. I mean, you, there are dudes in this draft. You've got to find a way to get a first round pick and develop one of these guys. Yeah, you got to find a way. You got to find a way to help your get your team better um, and and fill a void uh, in the current roster that you have. So, you know, uh, definitely uh, college is that is that way. So you got to figure out how you can get in that first round and, and try to get a pick. And if you get there, and this is going to sound really bad when I say this, and I promise I mean no disrespect. Hmm. I don't want a Patrick Williams. I don't want a Dalen Terry. I want someone who in college is proven to be that guy. It's like if right. you're in the top four, Brandon Miller, go get him. 
team. Yeah, yeah. Alabama came in at number one in the rankings today because right. Brandon Miller is he is that dude. Like yeah. Keontae George is proven at Baylor. Jet Howard, he's getting better and better at Michigan. Like yep. go get a proven guy. And if it means you gotta trade Damar or Zach to get a first round pick, you gotta prioritize the future over one to two year window. Yeah, especially if you can get like a franchise guy, like you said, a guy who can come in right away and and uh, give you some playing time and still develop and learn and get the experience. So if you can do that and, and uh, his future is very bright, you got to take that chance. Yeah, and I don't know. It's going to be a weird couple months here finishing out the season. You know, I'm pulling up the schedule here to look at what the Bulls have coming up next because, again, they play tonight, Monday night. So whatever they do against the Magic tonight, obviously we don't know. We're recording this Monday afternoon. You got Indiana, Milwaukee, Brooklyn. Honestly, I'm tired of looking at an easy schedule, <laughs> tough schedule, because they don't know if it, they're right. going to beat the good teams. They're going to lose to the bad teams. I, yeah, I'm so over it, man. Yep. I mean, I'm, I, I say I'm apathetic and ignorant. I don't know, and I don't care. Like, <laughs> get to the off season already. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They, they just got to, you know, like I said, play hard, finish the season out strong, and and try to play for pride. You know, uh, everyone, every player on this team, I, I, sh- I feel like should have pride and should have a, a sense of urgency because they know how important this uh, rest of the season is. I did not expect to be here the day after the Super Bowl saying get to the <laughs> offseason. But, man, I'm, I'm so tired. Like, 89 points, two out of three games. How do you do that in today's NBA? <laughs> I don't yeah. get it. That's tough. It's either lack of execution or just not enough scoring. <laughs> If only there was a way to fix that. I know I made that joke already today, but I'm going to keep doing that. You didn't right. do anything. <laughs> oh, man, I need a drink. <laughs> like, man, April 9th is the regular season finale, and after that, it's going to be, okay, who are they trading? Draft capital. Right. I mean, I'm going to keep looking at the draft because there's. I read you some of these guys that can be instant impact. Like, yeah. look to the future. Your future is Patrick Williams. If you can get re-sign Io Sumu, those are two guys I think you can build around. Like, yeah, yeah, for sure, yeah. Yeah, Io's not he's have not having as great a year as he did last year statistically, but I mean he's still stepping up in bigger moments than maybe a second round pick should. Like yeah. you've got to start now. Okay, this didn't work. Let's accept defeat. Go get some draft capital. Yeah, you gotta you gotta rebuild and restructure your your current roster and uh just you know uh as a front office just say, you know, we messed up, we didn't get the picks or we didn't get the trades that we thought we would get and try to just move on and just do better. <laughs> Now, if they bring in Russ and they make a run, I'll shut up. Right. Prove me wrong. I don't care. I will happily be wrong about bringing in a former MVP and the all-time triple-double leader and you make a run at this thing. Yeah, yeah. Fine. You're in win-now mode. Like, it doesn't look like it, but you are. Go do it. Yeah, I think that's that's the only option they have. Like I said, either Russ or Pat Bev, but uh, I think Russ will be more – uh, entertaining and definitely give this uh, roster a boost um, for now and just to get them in the playoff position and see if they can get an upset in the playoffs. No, he'll be entertaining on the court and off the court. Chicago media, man, right. we're we're relentless. <laughs> I mean, right, yeah, yeah, for sure, yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> Russ with the Chicago media, man, that, that'd be fun. And I, I don't mean that sarcastically. I, I think watching Russell Westbrook and Joe Cowley go back and forth in press conferences, that would be a sight to see. And, I mean, there'd be a respect factor there between the two of them. Yeah, like, for sure. In a bit, put Russ in a big market. You saw how it was in LA. Like Chicago yeah, media yeah. is a little different, but you know, I mean, you you yeah. dealt with you and, dealt and, with those guys. <laughs> yeah, and the fans too. They come from a good yeah. place, but you know, they're definitely gonna be on you. They're definitely gonna be tough because they they love uh, their Bulls and they they're used to championships and good teams. So you know, it's hard for them right to there. to lose. That's why right. I keep this in my background right here. Like, it, 
I, the reason I'm so frustrated, I want to win. Like, if you can go right. win games, okay, I'm fine. I'm happy. Yeah. Right now, I'm just, my freight, I just keep saying, I'm over it. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> Until you can prove to me otherwise. Right. Four games under 500. <laughs> All right. Well, before I start complaining anymore, we're going to wrap up today's show. And this is actually this week's show. We're not going to do a show on Friday. We'll be back here next week. And hopefully, I mean, I'm by then, I'm guessing we'll have some sort of news on, you know, if the Bulls make an addition, if they don't make an addition. But this is going to be a weird week. It's it's right. going to be weird just waiting and seeing and more waiting. But, oh, it's going to be fun. It's a wrap for today's episode of Believe in Bulls here on the Believe Network, presented by BetOnline.ag. Use that promo code BLEAV. That's a great deal. And shop.believe.com. Buy our shirt, Jordan Pippen 98. CJ, enjoy your week. I know you got some stuff coming up this weekend that's going to be fun. Uh, we'll see you back here next week, man. Appreciate it. Thanks. You too. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.